Cyber attacks on hospitals seem to be on the rise. Is medical IoT security to blame? Stick around. Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp. I'm here with Network World writer John Gold. And today we're gonna to be focusing about medical IoT and security. So John, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. My first question for you is, we think a lot about telehealth, at least I certainly do, is that I'm, you know, I'm calling my doctor, I'm on FaceTime with my doctor, I'm on Zoom with my doctor. Could you tell me a little bit about how telehealth and IoT devices are more interlinked than one might think at first glance? Yeah, because I think the simplest answer to that is that that's not totally what telehealth is anymore. Um, telehealth also encompasses a lot of, you know, connected devices, um, you know, thermometers, uh, you know, just any kind of, you know, measurement or monitoring device that, you know, would be in your home, but is, you know, sending telemetry remotely back to a doctor or a healthcare provider. So could you tell me a little bit more about what some of these IoT devices are? I know a lot of us are perhaps using telehealth a lot more often to check in with our doctors, um, perhaps for, on account of a chronic health condition. And I'm wondering how IoT devices tie into telehealth in that way. Um, well, again, you know, it's a matter of, um, yeah, it's a matter of obviously your condition. It's a matter, but what it mostly centers on is monitoring. Um, you know, there, you might have, you know, a device that will send data remotely to uh, your physician. If you have, if you have diabetes, they can maybe monitor blood sugar levels. Um, you know, again, thermometers just with, you know, particularly important in the age of COVID. Um, and, you know, like I say, any kind of monitoring device, and, you know, these are frequently um, big you know, from hospitals uh, and being used, you know, in the home as a response to, you know, the need for a lot more home care. Um, so, you know, the sort of the array of devices that, you know, are out there for, um, you know, they're probably fall under the umbrella of telehealth, uh, you know, being used in home medical IoT is expanding really fast. So I'm wondering a little bit what the goal perhaps of a hacker would be. So it seems to be maybe hacks um, on, hospital systems through an IoT device are maybe happening more often, maybe they're not. It seems to be sort of a mixed answer there, depending on who you ask. But what's the, you know, ultimate goal of a hacker in this situation? Well, um, a malicious hacker in this situation is out for what malicious hackers in, you know, most situations like this are. They're, they're out for money. Um, you know, the prevalent technique, uh, well, it, at least the end goal they're trying to get to is to infect, um, you know, a major healthcare uh, provider's network with ransomware. So, you know, this will, as you probably know, will encrypt everything on the network and, you know, require this organization to pay up, um, you know, in a given amount of Bitcoin if they want, you know, to get access to their systems again. And what makes uh, the healthcare sector such a tempting target um, is, you know, tragically the fact that, you know, they you know, not infrequently will simply be, have to pay up because, you know, this is a matter of patient safety. You know, these systems will need to be online at all times. So, and I, and uh, cyber criminals know that. So I'm wondering now if there's any specific examples that you can point to of attackers, hackers exploiting coronavirus COVID-19 for their gain in this situation, whether it's through gaining entry through an IOT device or phishing. I have to imagine that phishing ransomware is really their go-to method. Yeah, I mean, phishing doesn't really have anything specifically to do with the IoT um, aspect of it, but it's, you know, definitely the end goal of, you know, a ransomware infection remains 
the same. Um, the IoT angle is more about you know the idea that um, a poorly secured device can be used to you know gain as, as sort of an access point onto the network. You know, if even if you know all your traditional IT um, your computers, your servers, your networking equipment is all you know reasonably well secured, you might have this you know you know something as simple as again you know some kind of patient monitoring device that isn't quite you know configured correctly and that provides you know a way onto the network for a bad actor. So I guess the crux of what I'm getting at and what I'm curious about is why now? I mean I know like I've mentioned and like you mentioned in your article that we'll link below is you know maybe these types of attacks are on the rise because of COVID-19 maybe they maybe they aren't but let's you know take the position of some of your sources that said yes they are. Why are they happening more often now? Um, I think it's mostly of, you know, if in fact you, um, like, as you mentioned, these sources do sort of split. I've had people tell me that it's not, it's not a reaction to COVID. It is a reaction to COVID. It's, it's unclear. Um, if you do take that, uh, take the tack that yes, it's, um, you know, these attacks are increasing as a response to COVID. It's, um, it's more it's about, you know, the fact that there are so many, that there are more devices, you know, and more potentially vulnerable devices on a me and any given medical network right now, just because there's, you know, so much of um, this, you know, fast growing need for, uh, for remote healthcare. And, you know, the fact that the time frame is such that they don't have a lot of time to, you know, maybe go through and secure these systems as well as they might. So I'm curious then what sort of the other side of that coin, what are, what are people's arguments that are saying, no, this isn't COVID specific? I think the argument that it's not COVID specific is largely that you can't prove it is. And that's hard to argue with, frankly, you know, it's not, there isn't anything, you know, it's hard to point to any particular thing out there and say, you know, says, yep, they're after, you know, COVID patients or something. Um, I think that, and I say that's perfectly fair. It's, it's just more, um, you know, it's just not necessarily COVID specific, but I think the argument would be more that it's about re responding to, you know, any expansion in the use of um, connected devices, you know, for healthcare, uh, you know, whether it's COVID or not, you know, the technology is progressing anyway. Um, you know, you have this usage spike that's pretty clearly tied to COVID, but, you know, it's not necessarily about that from the perspective of malicious hackers. Sure, that's a great point. I mean, it doesn't really matter what necessarily the catalyst is, but any time that there's this huge swath of IoT devices pushed onto a network, and like you've mentioned, that they're potentially very attractive targets because they're also many times, I mean, I've heard you say multiple times that, you know, medical IoT devices, they're not made by IT professionals, they're made by a medical device company, so they may not be created with that, you know, security first mindset. That makes a lot of sense that it doesn't just have to be COVID, it would be any sort of event in which a lot of IoT devices were, you know, suddenly pushed on um, or pushed out to users. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's they, these are companies that sometimes have pretty thin margins, you know, costs, cost control is a big, uh, is a big concern. And sometimes regrettably security is the thing that gets left behind. So John, before I let you go, I'm going to ask you what I'm sure feels like the million dollar question, which is, you know, what's the answer? How are you supposed to secure these devices? You know, if you're a CIO in a major hospital system, what should you be thinking of? What should your first consideration be when you learn, okay, we're now going to have to be using a lot of telehealth services. How can we stay the most secure? Well, uh, there's no clear silver bullet or anything for this. Um, you know, you're 
constrained by the fact that the devices themselves are pretty can be pretty tough to secure um you know at that particular at that level but a couple of helpful techniques are that um and this is this goes for all sorts of iot is you need to be have good visibility into exactly what is on your network because a lot of these threats you know come about because um you know the, the people who are managing the network themselves don't have a clear picture of exactly what's there so it's hard to you know identify what traffic is normal what traffic might not be so network visibility um is a huge deal um and network segmentation too you know creating different you know sort of logical network segments uh for you know um which that could be creating a divide between say you know your it um which will have patient data and you know control and the control plane on it and everything and you know the operational devices which so this means, you know, if you get, so if somebody can get into uh, one of these poorly secured devices, it still might not necessarily give them access to, you know, everything else on the network. Great. Well, thank you so much, John. I really appreciate you calling in and chatting with me. Thanks for having me. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you have any questions, comments about medical IoT security, please let me know in the comments below and we'll get back to you. And once again, thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.